0: i'm laura von holt and i'm alex gershny and you're listening to astrology zoned a susan miller fan podcast
1: susan miller reads the stars we read susan miller
0: hello alex hi laura oh my god hi (laughs) hi how are you uh
1: i feel like i always get nervous and tell people i'm not doing well at the top of these things but you know i'm fine okay yeah yeah it's like, um, it's not sunnier. that deep here. Yeah, it's sunnier. It's not that deep of a question.
0: It can be whatever you want it to. Yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, you can just tell me everything if you want.
1: Usual, I just did, but then
0: we we're like, we're not going that on the podcast. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, I guess on the on the upside, Susan Miller thinks we're doing great.
0: Yeah, Susan is. In a new era,
1: yeah, new. Era. <laughs> yes, just, I, I just saw the Taylor Swift concert, so I'm like, yeah, it's like Susan oh Miller wow, spring, Susan Miller's spring era. She's in she's in the like eclipse season era and like Mars moving into Cancer and Jupiter and Saturn doing things era.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. a big era.
1: Yeah. And, Potentially, she
0: also thinks it's like a post-COVID era.
1: Yes, I I was you know, when we were reading her note and stuff. I was like, oh, farewell to Susan Miller, epidemiologist. She's given up on that on that doctorate that she gave herself. She was so good at it. She was so good at it. And you and also because she's talking about Pluto so much in these horoscopes. And when when she's talking about COVID, she was always talking about Pluto. When she discovered that like Pluto was in charge of respiratory diseases, and like if I had known that when I was looking at the chart for twenty twenty, I would have been able to tell you. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But
0: Pluto's Pluto's back doing some other things. Yeah, Pluto's back, but he's not bringing the
1: plague everybody.
0: No, he's not. He's, he's not. doing other things. Yeah. Which, you know, we'll get to in yeah. an assorted amount of detail. Yeah.
1: Um. So, yeah, Susan Miller's really excited. Uh, should we so, Should we do a note? Should we talk about the note? We'll yeah. The note. So, I mean, she she put more astrology and less business this
0: time. She really did. I was very happy about yeah. that. So she just starts out and just says – I like the planets in April. Great. So, I mean that sounds great. Yeah. She says despite a few antics from Pluto. Ah, uh uh uh-huh. So, things you basically need to know about is that there's a new moon solar eclipse in Aries and that is April 19th and you know she always talks about eclipses being in pairs. And mm-hmm. you know last time around we had the Taurus Scorpio pairing. Right, drama rama. Okay. Drama rama, which she yeah. was like not thrilled about, you know. She seems more excited about this one, okay. but I will say, so the first one is the new moon solar eclipse in Aries. She talks about this in the note and she mm-hmm. says that one's going to be like really great. Okay. And then rudely, she says that the like companion to that is the full moon lunar eclipse May 5th in Scorpio, which oh. is, she says, is not going to be great. Oh, she says I, it's going to be troublesome.
1: What? Well, that's like during Taurus season, which is
0: mine. So like rude. Rude. I'm just like, give the Scorpios a break. Like, does everything have to be bad connected with them? I know. Like, justice for Scorpios all the time. I know. So, okay. So, she starts out. Eclipses are happening. Know what's going to happen. But then, listen up, people. In California, she's got an appearance. Woo! In Sherman Oaks. Okay. Is Sherman Oaks – I actually know nothing about Sherman Oaks, but I feel like it comes up all the time in movies. So I'm like, oh, I know where Sherman Oaks is, but I actually have no idea. I have no clue. Yeah. I agree. I yeah. have heard the name. Yeah. Um, but she says you should get there Sunday, April 23rd because she's going to speak about, quote, major astrological trends in 2023. Whoa. And the ticket is $55, <gasps> but you get a calendar
1: oh wow I know you don't have to pay all like the triple shipping charges whoa that's such a good point that's a deal actually because just ordering the calendar with the shipping is probably 55 dollars
0: yeah exactly so she's really happy about this she says I'm so happy the pandemic seems to be contained I will just like you know remind you I had COVID like a month ago but and you had COVID like a month before that yeah um but she seems to think that Covid's over, and she can now do lots of appearances, and you should attend them. Great. So yeah, um, there's. It's you're right that there was less businesswoman in this one. I do appreciate yeah. that she does mention her apps. Right, of course. I mean, yeah. I felt she
1: did not mention any business, but I was like, oh, she did hit the astrology harder than
0: being like she hit the yeah. astrology harder. She talks about the eclipses. Um, and she says that one on May fifth, the troublesome one. Mm-hmm. She says, "Don't plan to do anything important then, but rather sit back, open the window, and see what flies in."
1: You know what? I, that's great because I'm just going to give everybody a heads up. For May is that number one. If you're a Bridgerton fan, the Queen Charlotte Bridgerton show comes out May fifth, I think, or May yeah May fourth or fifth. And then May sixth is the coronation of King Charles the third. Okay, um, which. I don't know, following Year in
0: Eclipse, I got some questions. I got some questions about Ooh, that's it. really good. Susan should address that, Yeah, actually. I got some
1: questions. Um, and then, uh, but I said the reason I know this is because I have a friend in Baltimore, and she was like, if you take the train on May 4th, I can get leave my job early, and we can watch Queen Charlotte all weekend. And I was like, and then we can decide whether or not we want to support the colonialist imperialist monarchy um, of King Charles III, and like have a party for that, or just like not, anyway. You can just like see how you're feeling about yeah, it. How colonialism. I'm feeling, like, do I, yeah. How do I uh, how do I feel about like in colonialism and imperialism that day? Like, do I wanna like wear a hat and like drink some tea? Or are we just gonna be like, screw it? Diana forever.
0: Right. Never forget <laughs> Queen Who? Camilla? No. <laughs> I'm sort of sensing which direction you're gonna go in just, just by think, that. I think a better party theme would be like Like, throw a coronation party like Diana would throw a coronation party. That would be really good and really fun.
1: (laughs) Right. Like, way better than being like, woo, it's King Charles. Like, because, honestly, do we care that much? No. I know. I am so sorry, Charles, but
0: you ruined your own branding decades ago. (laughs) That's true. It's like, Like, we shouldn't feel bad. He (laughs) he had a a hand in the way we're feeling. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We also have a little bit of a reminder here that Merc Retro is coming up again. Great. Okay. April 21st to May 14th. So she'll say this throughout the horoscopes, but like, if you got things to do, do it before then. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There was a lot of astrology in this. I I should give her credit for that. Um, Mars is in Cancer, which she says is good news for everyone. Um, Planet's doing things. She says, enjoy, April, dear reader. Enjoy.
1: Great. I hope that they enjoy it. Um, For the hot take today, Alex and I are going to do our own hot take. We didn't look for anybody else's hot take. Um, Because we've noticed that Susan has stepped up the game. And by step up the game, I mean just been more frequently in her Instagram stories. And she's been posting, like, little photos of her grandchild and, like, Um, random photos to kind of comment on something that's going on with the astrology that day. And Alex sent me a screenshot of a story that has um, an illustration of three very chubby little cherubs. And the caption that Susan put said, today, Cupid may zing you with an arrow. And Alex sent it to me and I immediately responded that my first reaction to
0: that was take cover. (laughs) The fleets of Cupid are attacking you. That's the thing. Like, Susan, you know the language you're using here. You have told us for years about the little, like, armies of Cupid's coming after you. We're not going to see this old-timey photo of cherubs and be like, great. Great. Like, it sounds like they are advancing, like, Sparta. (laughs)
1: Like, the Trojan horse is here.
0: And, like, Um, some of these Cupid's, I'm sorry that this is a podcast and no one can see this but like some of these cupids like yes they're like you know angelic to sorry to not use a better word than that's the obvious one but some of them like they're holding they look like they're holding up weapons like it's a little right no they
1: have little bows and arrows which are weapons like let's not forget that like before we invented rifles like you just use arrows to kill people and we are we are a nation traumatized by gun violence so i think that's like why my first i was like do i have to do a drill here like i'm
0: scared that's true yeah And, like, honestly, their wings, like, look pointy. Yes. Menacing little – and also they're, like – I mean, the Cuban figure
1: is supposed to be, like, a cheeky monkey who is a rascal. And, like – so I'm, like, I never really believe that he's, like, got your best interest at heart. He just thinks falling in love, like, messes people up and it's funny.
0: Right. And, like, you could, like – harm them in the process. Right.
1: So like, I feel like these are menacing, dangerous cupids. And she's like, so excited to tell us that cupid may zing you with an arrow. And I'm like, that sounds terrible. And I actually think, okay, now I'm getting really deep, but like Alex, you have some art, art history background. So maybe you can help with this, but I'm like, I actually think that's an accurate portrayal of cupid. When I think about like the purpose of marriage for centuries was like an an arrangement for like prosperity to like bring clans together. You know, it was like, it was an economic arrangement. So the prospect of falling in love would be a threat because you can't really choose who you fall in love with. But like marriage was an alliance. It wasn't about romance. So like, therefore I think that's why Cupid is supposed to be such a cheeky monkey. He does want to mess things up because that would mess things up. But so I think we're not wrong to be scared by Cupid is my thing is like the original, Characterization of Cupid is a threat to, like, the institution of marriage when it is an economic alliance.
0: Wow. Yeah. Am I right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a really interesting reading on this. That gives Cupid a lot of power. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And I'm just going to say that in the modern era, if we're going to get, like, super feminist about it, marriage – the decision to choose a partner for women can be the best or most fatal economic mistake that you make. So I don't think we are wrong to feel threatened by like Cupid's arrow.
0: (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Right. And then also to the Cupid, like the, presence of cupid even yeah. takes some of your control away from the yeah, situation. Totally. Yeah.
1: So as like
0: independent women, <laughs> we're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Lauren and I took one look at this like what was supposed to be presumably a lighthearted, <laughs> a Instagram light-hearted. story. You're gonna
1: fall in love. So we're like, yikes. so it's the mortal danger. <laughs> like my like my entire sense of stability and security can complete like sure maybe it could be added to and that could be a benefit, but it could also just be a complete disaster. The worst decision I ever make it'll take me decades to recover from.
0: <sighs> so yes, that's our hot take. <laughs> it's a really hot take. Um, At the same time, I write romance novels and I really do like falling <laughs> in
1: love. <laughs> I just find the character of Cupid a little aggressive.
0: <laughs> I agree. And you know what? You can have many facets and interests. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> But you can have many facets and interests and an appreciation of love and yet a healthy fear of Cupid.
1: I think that's it. I don't have a fear of intimacy. I have a fear of Cupid trying to like (laughs) trick me into falling in love and ruin my life before I haven't got to even consider it.
0: (laughs) That's right. Okay. uh, Wow. Ooh. Look, Insta
1: insta love is for Twilight and teenagers. Okay. (laughs) Well said. Anyway, moving on to the things you guys are here for. Um, I mean, our banter is obviously
0: the draw here because we don't really read you the horoscopes, but we should, maybe we'll just actually do a horoscope. Maybe we'll yeah, actually maybe talk we about should it. actually do that. And I'll do the thing that I always um, criticize Susan for doing, which is not telling us the horoscope and telling us <laughs> business. <laughs> okay. But I'm going to give you the horoscope business Let's right now. Let's do it. <laughs> Aries, this is your horoscope highlights april 2023 2023.
1: april yes happy birthday aries happy birthday to all of our aries friends we have a lot of them we
0: obviously love an aries we do we do yeah um i actually i was reading this in preparation for Uh recording this podcast and the aries forecast is just so good i texted our aries friend liz right away yeah told her she's got a lot going on for april yeah. get excited yeah, susan is excited for you she literally says i am excited for you aries so happy yeah. birthday she says april could be one of the most important
1: months of the year for you it will have the indications of being a turning point like whoa. what more do you want i yeah yeah um so she starts off with the full moon seems to be like the most important because the full moon is April fifth in Libra, and there was a lot about it's in the seventh house of partnership. So then there was like a long list of how you, who you might partner with, you know, spouse, love, and sweetheart, collaborator, partner, client, lawyer, accountant, bookkeeper, props, and attorney, advertising agency, company, ready blah, to blah, 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 blah. Anyway, whatever decision you've been trying to make, the full moon will bring it to fullness. Wow, yeah, with okay. whoever, whoever. You would consider a partner in any area, basically.
0: That's true. And she yeah. said, "Right, it can be any partner, but yeah, even with that long list, she said it's like a happy partnership. Yeah, I guess because of Jupiter somehow. Just yeah, you're gonna have to trust Jupiter me and the
1: full moon and Libra in the seventh house. She says means that it's like a superb time to join forces with the person you selected. So if that's like love, they could be marriage material. If it's business, if it's business, she's basically like contract it up."
0: Yeah. yeah, she says it's the perfect time to sign a contract, but then she also says don't dawdle because yeah. Merc Retro is coming up.
1: Merc Retro April 21st to May 14th. So yeah. But so the, like the full
0: moon time is a great time. It's like commit. It's a great time. Yeah. She does say though, um, make sure that if you are signing a contract to send it to your lawyer first. Thank you. The I love a practical tip. That's just a practical tip. That's a practical tip. Yeah. Okay. Um, the so, next thing is the yeah. luckiest day
1: of the year. We have a luckiest day of the year, everybody. Happy, oh, my God, Aries. You get a luckiest day of the year in your birthday month. Okay. So, again, Susan reminds us that the luckiest day of the year is the meeting of the mighty sun and Jupiter. And this year it is on April 11th to 12th. And it happens on a different day and different sign each year, which I was like, thank you for the reminder because we never know when it's coming. And it's true. That's we, true. Yeah. We
0: never know. So we it's always know. like fun to read the luckiest yeah. day of the year. So it's this and, this month is the luckiest day of the year. Yeah. And so like Aries, I think who were born within five days of that mm-hmm. are like really gonna benefit from super it. Lucky. That was yeah, yeah, super lucky. That was actually my grandmother's birthday. So she really would have had a field day. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm just thinking of like the Britney Spears song. She's so lucky. She's a my star. God. She's a star. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> actually, a sad song. It's really. a sad song, actually. But if you just take those two
0: lyrics, it's a great. song. It's just a happy song. That's true. She's, so lucky she's um, a lucky. Um. So yeah, luckiest day of the year. Like Aries, you gotta go for it because it's great.
1: Yeah, she said you could like give launch pitch an idea to a VIP, launch a product. You could. Like, do something special. It would be a great day for a first date, mix and mingle. Like, you
0: got options is what she says. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really great. She says Mars is also doing stuff in this period, which Mm -hmm. is going to be very good, especially for your home life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And that could be, like, family interactions, like, signaling home. Or it could be, like, you're going to move or you're going to, like, do something fun to your house. Um, So that could manifest in, like, a different kind of way, but I think still very positive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, And then
1: she moved on to eclipses, dun-dun-dun, because it's a solar eclipse during the new moon in Aries on April 19th. But she says this is perfectly situated to create a fresh start. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's good. She so said, if you've been working towards a goal, I'm wondering why you weren't seeing the right situation crystallize. It says you've been waiting for this new moon. And a solar eclipse, apparently, so, okay, here we go, some science. A solar eclipse always coincides with a new moon, and that makes a new moon very powerful. And this new moon on April 19th has the strength of three new moons rolled into one. Whoa.
0: That sounds very powerful. That
1: sounds like – um like the pop, like the Popeye green spinach of new moons, you know, or like the oh, it does the Jolly Green Giant, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Susan favorite, Susan favorite, yeah, like super strong Hercules of new moons, I think,
0: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah, the Hercules of new moons, yeah, oh, Aries yeah. really doing okay. well, mm-hmm. yeah, she says these this eclipse is one of the best I've seen in several years. The new moon enters with the sun on one arm and Jupiter on her other arm. Oh, my God. This sounds like a Taylor Swift song.
1: <laughs> I love really it. I love it. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, great. it sounds
0: really glamorous. Yeah, super glamorous. Yeah. So this is great. And then she says good things about money. She mm-hmm. says very positive things about money. This could be like a new job offer. Uh-huh. Um, If not a new job offer, like something just having to do with your salary like and your a, income. A, or a financial breakthrough that you were not expecting. Whoa. Yeah. She says
1: that like, you're holding all the aces and things will just start to click in just the right way.
0: Wow. What a nice birthday present. Totally. Totally. Wow. Um, It, it goes like it's positive the whole month. And even then she says at the end of the month on April 29th, it's also like going to be really great for you. So you have like a lot of luckiest day of the year, excellent new moon, End of the month, more fun things. Yeah. My favorite thing about the end of the month is she says, good
1: news will come to you through letter, text, email, or phone, but not in person. And I was like, oh, Oh. okay. Okay. So no messenger, just letter, text, email, or phone.
0: No, potentially no in-person Cupid, which is good news. Yeah. Thank you. Um, And then my favorite thing is she ends and she says, are you excited yet? I'm excited for you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So maybe you're an Aries out there who's not feeling that excited. Don't worry, because Susan is excited for you. Excited for you. It sounds really good. So um, happy birthday, Aries. Happy birthday. Have such a nice month. Enjoy the luckiest day of the year. Yeah. Um, Oh, wait, Alex, do you want to tell us what's happening for Scorpio? I would love to. Scorpio. These are your horoscope highlights. April 2023. Great. How are they? It's not as good as Aries, Uh, but I felt like Aries was pretty spectacular. Yeah. I mean, that was hard to beat. Yeah. So you do have the luckiest day of the year, which is Mm -hmm. really great and lots of good things for you. Um, Planets are doing stuff. It's not the Palooza that we encountered last month, but there's still like a lot of planets happening. And so I learned some things. First, she says that Scorpios have two rulers, our ancient ruler, who is Mars, and then our modern ruler, and that's Pluto. Wow. Yeah. She says, modern astrologers look at both of these planets to assess where your focus will be. And she says, both of these planets are doing things. She says, they've recently changed signs. And so this, whatever that means is like going to be reflected in your life. Okay. Wow. So she says, Pluto is the slower moving of the two planets um, who rarely changes signs. um, And that is very different than mars which is like just moving quickly and going bananas Mm -hmm. and like doing lots of different things Mm -hmm. um so i'm not quite sure why but like this is going to be very good and she says that mars moved into cancer and cancer is an excellent placement for the scorpios of the world
1: okay so that's interesting because you know taurus and scorpio on opposite sides and she was also saying that mars and cancer was like a big deal for tauruses so
0: yeah oh that's very interesting Mm -hmm. okay okay so she says, Mars in Cancer means like new areas of opportunity. She says, you've been concerned about money, Scorpio, for quite a while now. She thinks that that is ending because of this Mars in Cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, you know, you don't have to worry as much about financial stuff and like all those concerns potentially about like taxes or money relationships are coming to an end. Um she also says you may choose to go back to school, something to keep in mind. This is also related to Mars going into cancer. And then she says the media is another glowing area for you. For example, you may work on a book or an article for a newspaper, magazine, or internet site. Um, and then she says you might also be ready to launch a podcast, TV segment, or different type of communication project. Wow. Wow. So she says all these good things, but then she says, if you want to get on any of these, like do it now because of Merc Retro. Oh, uh, right. Okay. So Merc Retro warning. Yeah. And she actually really felt like she was talking to me here because she says, if you need to buy some items, including an air conditioner, which I've been considering, mm-hmm. no, I she says it. to do it now. Yeah. Don't wait. So we'll see if I can get my act together. This I thought was a little weird or not weird. Very specific. Okay. At this full moon on April 5th, you may find out a secret or a piece of gossip that turns out to be true.
1: (gasps) Oh, So, like, gossip that you thought was just, like, a rumor might be true. Yeah. Alex, you have to, like, pay attention and let me know what what that is if it happens.
0: I know. I'm so intrigued because then it gets better. She says, I might have a prophetic dream. Oh, okay, about I start, like this situation. You want to start writing down like notes on all your dreams for the next couple of weeks. It's real. Like, I agree. This is, I put a big exclamation point in the margin here. This, because but this, this just is sounds like a fun
1: game is like, am I a psychic
0: for the next couple of weeks? Apparently some yeah. Scorpios are. <coughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So April 5th, keep this is happening. And then the next week. Greatest day of the year. Luckiest day of the year. Luckiest day of the year. Yeah. So she says you might get like an exciting assignment at work. You might get like an interesting, it, it actually is mostly all has to do with work, but it's like something fun could happen at work. Um, and she says you also at work might be um, in a position where you need to hire more staff. And mm. she says the luckiest day of the year is a good time for this. Mm-hmm. So that's not something that's going to happen to me, but Scorpio's out there. Okay take this under advisement. Great. Okay. So then she says that because of the solar eclipse, again, very specific here. I always criticize Susan for like hedging, but like she really delivers here. Okay. Wow. She says the solar eclipse points to a male VIP in your company who will announce he is leaving or be quote, eclipsed out. Or it may be a major client who chooses to leave after a long and good relationship with you. Scorpios, if this happens to you, let us know, because that is a very specific uh, thing to happen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. So it's very interesting. Um, She says, if something happens at your job that is not great, like you lose your job, don't worry about it. She says she doesn't see that in the chart, but like if you do lose your job, it will be fine because actually like that door closing means that like all these other doors are opening. Okay, great. So that's a very good thing. Okay. Then, then I learned, um, like, a little tidbit that I didn't know. Um, so she talks a little, little bit about the sixth house, and she says that rules health and fitness. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That like whatever. I think we know that before, but apparently, small domestic pets also are ruled by the sixth house. Ooh. Yeah. So I feel like I'm constantly learning, but. She says, so you may consider getting a pet. Okay. Or as she says, a furry buddy.
1: Oh, but is that like, mm, that's like hamster, not like puppy. She actually said puppy. Oh, okay. Yeah. She said puppy or kitten. Because like, what's a big domestic pet? Like I would think like a dog, because a puppy grows into a dog.
0: Maybe get like a chihuahua. Okay. Chihuahua. Yeah. You know? Don't get like a Great Dane. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. And which, you know. Now I'm wondering large domestic pets, what house are they in?
1: Right. And like, but also like what is a large like I don't know what's a larger domestic pet than a dog? Cause like you can't have a horse as a domestic pet.
0: Right. I need like an outside thing. It's like like I don't know. Unclear. Okay. Unclear. Unclear. She doesn't say. Okay. Okay. So then she says a lot of this was about job opportunities. So she says that um from May 20th to July 10th, things are in your 10th house of honors awards and achievement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then she says, don't go on vacation then because like great things are coming up. And I am not great about taking vacation. Okay. And so I really don't need that advice because then also she says the same thing is happening August 16th and don't take vacation then either. Oh gosh. I'm just like, you're going to tell people to not take vacation in August. Yeah. Right. Because things might come up at work. I mean, you know, people have different priorities, but those are not my priorities. No, fair. Um, So she says good things about money. We're all dealing with inflation. But, you know, she often says things like we're all in this together. Um, I don't know. As Susan often does, she ends on a positive note. Great. And so she says, dear Scorpio, you're about to start a new chapter. And you're going to like learn lots of new things and it's going to be great. And you're going to grow. And she says, go slay that dragon and bring it home. Wow.
1: Wow. I I thought that was really good. That was like not the ending I expected from that horoscope. So I'm like, okay, I guess she's like, there's something in the works. Things are in the works.
0: There's something in the works. Like you're going to, I think it's mostly about your career and potentially Mm -hmm. like growing in your career and learning new things and slaying the dragon. Wow, wow, okay. That's gonna stay with me. Wow. Yeah. (sighs) Great. Okay. Well, I would love to hear about Taurus.
1: Yes. Okay, so Taurus, this is your horoscope highlights for April 2023. I mean, Susan's excited for us. She says you will love the tone and pattern of April. I'm like, wow, okay, the tone and the pattern. Um, there are three planets, Mercury, Uranus, and Venus, who, who are gathering strength and support for us from every corner. And then also Sun, the Sun and Jupiter will migrate into Taurus by mid May. And it's it's a big deal because Jupiter's going to Taurus, and Jupiter is a giver of gifts and luck, and has not been in our sign for more than a decade. So, since like 2012, which I'm like, I think I feel that. <laughs> So, you're ready for something. I'm ready. Okay. Um, and Jupiter will be with us for a full 12 months. So, use April to create your foundation and lay the framework to accommodate all of the wonderful things to come.
0: Ooh. Whoa.
1: Yeah. So, she says the best thing you can do is plan for your future because these planets will sharpen your intuition and give you a keen sense of night vision. So, you can better see dark through darkness and perceive truths that others cannot. And Jupiter will receive, will help you receive support from higher ups that want you to succeed. So I was like, Whoa, I feel oh, that's very positive. positive. I feel
0: busy, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a hard thing for Taurus. I'm like, Oh, God.
1: okay. <laughs> um, then she moves on to the luckiest day of the year, which will land on April 11th and spill into April 12th. I, I don't know if that's a time zone thing or what, but um. Again, to remind us, the luckiest day of the year, it marks the meeting of Jupiter and the sun, and it is an annual event that will take place in a different sign and sector. So this year, the sun and Jupiter will bring enormous light energy and opportunity to your 12th house, which is strongly associated with creativity that flows when working alone, to allow your thinking to be completely independent and to hear the whispering of your heart and the depth of your fertile subconscious. So anything you do in secret will also be fortunate. Or you may hear of someone's secret that's withheld from you and you will need to know the secret either to benefit or protect yourself. So either you're going to be like toiling alone or you're going to learn secrets and I'm going to be with my family and I'm like, am I
0: going to get secrets? I think you're going to get secrets. I think I'm going to text you my secrets. I think that there's like a very high chance that you're going to learn secrets. I think I'm going to learn secrets too. But you're you're also potentially maybe going to hear the whispering of your heart. Yes. No. I'm re- I'm ready for that. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, I was like, I better bring a journal because I'm one with my family, it's nonstop. Like, I
0: don't feel like I've got time to listen to the whispers. But oh, okay. That's true. You might have too many secrets. <sighs> I don't know. Wow. We'll just have to check in on that day. What if you hear? What if you're the one who hears about a rumor and then it becomes true?
1: Yeah, and then I tell you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. all coming together. It's all coming together. Wow. Okay. So, just on a side note, she wanted to let us know that Mars has moved out of Gemini, which means you're gonna have less, less expenses because things have been expensive. So that's like very good for us. And then the re- and then Mars is now moving into Cancer, which she's excited about. Like that seems really good for Taurus. So she says, um, in Cancer, Mars will urge you to travel, leave your house, enjoy the new season, connect with siblings and neighbors. Um, and the third house that where Mars is based in your chart rules writing, communication, coding, editing, speaking, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So you might be working on a new contract or developing something, and there'll be many, many opportunities if the communication arts interests you. Mars will give you motivation and energy to make your venture a success. So that was, like, very exciting. Then she wanted to let us know that the full moon in Libra – Um, would bring a work project to completion, and she also wants to let us know that if you have had like a health problem, like a minor one, the full moon would bring diagnosis and a future plan, and it's going to be something that's resolved quickly. So I guess if you have like a health matter brought up on the full moon, it resolved quickly, but if it's a new moon, it might be like longer. That was that was new information. So it doesn't sound like a big deal, like nothing scary. She's just like, oh, heads up, you might like. Okay. Yeah. You just you get an explanation. Um, so then she wanted to move into the new moon solar eclipse on April 19th. Okay. So she's really into Pluto. We love Pluto. So Pluto will be shining like a brilliant lantern at the very highest point of your chart. Pluto can make you really powerful and quite well known as you move forward in your career in the years to come. I mean, she can't get enough of my like achievements and honors. So like real Pluto is like there for it. Um, So she says Pluto's only staying for three months in your 10th House of Honors Awards and Achievements from like March 23rd until June 11th. And Pluto's going to give you a preview of what's to come in future years. And then when Pluto comes back on January 2024, it will say for 20 years, you have quite a destiny. You have quite a destiny is what she said to you? Yeah. She says it'll be like positioned in your most prestigious sector of career leadership and reputation. So like... From March to June, I'm going to get a little preview of, like, famous, famous, important, important. And then it's going to, like, take a break. And then in 2024, it's going to be, like, 20 years. Let's go.
0: This is a lot to look forward to. I know. Yeah. That's wow. Why I, feel, I feel busy. You're going to be really busy whether you like busy. it or not. Yeah, and exactly. Because, because you have a bit of a planet Palooza, I have to say. I, yeah, I think so. Whew. Okay, so, you know, the tourist and me is
1: like, when do we nap? Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to be famous, but I want to nap. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> I don't think that's too much to ask. <laughs> I
1: don't think so either. So then there was a little bit of warning because, like, Pluto – she said Pluto may try to upset the apple cart – but you have so much good going for you that he can't wipe that out. So, like, there might be someone who in your life who represents Pluto, and they might be domineering or demanding, um, and they use, like, scorched-earth methods to negotiate. But Tauruses are, like, patient and wise and careful. You think before you act, and you listen, and you reflect, and you let your intuition guide you. So she says you should tune into your inner voice and withdraw from the noise for a few hours to listen. Um, she says, but the good thing is that your ruler Venus will be trying to Pluto, so there will be a happy outcome. So, like, if this person seems like, too bossy, like, it's okay. Like, there'll be a happy outcome. Um, and Pluto is in your career sector and Venus is in your salary and earned income sector. So that's linking career and money. So this indicates that you can have a marvelous outcome if you continue discussions. Even if the pushy Pluto person is unreasonable and difficult, you can make this work for you. But so there might be someone in your life who's represented by Pluto. So like it's kind of like a warning like how to deal with them. And then she went into like last thing. So it was like, oh, my God, that's already so much. And then she was like, oh, FYI, Merc Retro. April 21st to May 14th. So it's going to slow down talks and communication, but she says that might be helpful because the eclipse kicks up a lot of dust and it becomes hard to make decisions. Um, So like it'll give it kind of time to settle a little bit. And she says an eclipse always has a second act and you will get more information in the days that follow April 19th. So keep your antenna up because you have good aspects and no matter what comes up, you can handle it well
0: and set things right. Okay. So you have to watch out for that. You have to watch out for secrets. You have to secrets. watch out for heart things. Yeah. Like
1: oh, yeah. You, the health thing, anything health. Health. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So it's like the first part of the month, like very much so that she didn't really say much about the, the like later half of the month, but like something around the 11th and 12th and the, like the 11th 12th or the 19th is like, whew. that's prime time for you. Prime time. Prime time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, That's pretty good. Pretty good. Like, I mean, it was like it's saying like there's like 20 years of like, you know, important things happening and like career and money earling. So, like, you know, good. It just was like, whew. maybe you, I should maybe I should get the year ahead at some point, so I'm not always surprised.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, has she put that out? Yes, she did. That's the thing. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I, I will fully support you <laughs> buying the year ahead, but how much of the year ahead are you really getting? Yeah,
1: get? how much advanced sentence do I really get? <laughs>
0: When I, when I read the note and there was the part about how you get the calendar, yeah, she calls it the year ahead calendar, mm. like the wall calendar. She calls it that. And at first I got really excited that it was the year ahead, but I don't think that's what people are getting. They're getting the oh, wall calendar.
1: Right. Because yeah. the wall calendar is for the whole year and has little notes in it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, if you get that $55 ticket, it might actually be the cost benefit of like ordering the calendar. It might be quite reasonable.
0: I agree. Let us yeah. know, people in Sherman Oaks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Sherman Oaks.
0: I gotta look that up. Same. Hello
1: to Sherman Oaks, let us know if you're a listener in Sherman Oaks
0: and also what is Sherman Oaks. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I just love these places in California. They don't even sound real. Yeah,
1: but they're just a movie. So you're like, Oh, everybody knows that. Like the valley. I'm like, I actually don't know where what, what valley but I know there's a <laughs> valley girl. <laughs> Yeah, more than one. More than one. I like a Malibu is like a coastline. Like I don't know. Like,
0: and I only know Montecito because Harry and Meghan live there, and next to Ellen, right or Oprah, yeah, yeah. Or both, right, yeah. Um, there are some places in California that I didn't think were real places okay. that I heard about in movies, like okay. um. San Dimas in Bill and Ted. Yes. Is that a real place? Yeah. No,
1: I just thought it was like Bill and Ted's like fake California town.
0: I did too. Wow. Also on 90210, Dylan would go surfing in Point Doom. I Uh thought that was fake. That's real.
1: Okay. So I feel like that's also fair because I realized that I had never really heard or thought of Jacksonville, Florida until I watched The Good Place and Jason is from Jacksonville, Florida and like literally... They could have made that up, and I would have believed them. Yeah. <laughs> but then when you when you learn about Jacksonville, Florida, like, the jokes are even better. So, yeah. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Look, like, it's really, to us, all the planets, all the towns, they can be doing things that we just don't know about it.
0: <laughs> we don't. We can only take in so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we hope that you got a couple of notes. But,
1: you know, if Pluto's going to make me travel, maybe I'll go to San Dimas.
0: I think you should go. Wow. Yeah,
1: can you believe that? I thought it was wow. fake. Wow, we should start making a list of all the towns we don't really know if they exist, and then
0: we could go visit them. That would be a really good trip. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm sure, like to some people, like they talk, you say Staten Island, and they're like, they made that up. <laughs>
0: right, that's true. That's not real. Right, oh, like, it Governor, is real.
1: It's real. Like, Governor's Island.
0: <laughs> um, and California listeners, we're yeah. not. Trying to offend. We think these places are magical and we yeah, want to
1: go there. They happen in movies. So, like, that's why we're like, there must be magical. They're in movies in 90210. So, yeah therefore, they are magical places. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm like Narnia and Sandemus yeah. are the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's <right>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, everyone, if you have any rumors or secrets that come true, let us know. You can email us at astrologyzonedgmail.com. At Um, And otherwise, we hope you have a great time. Happy birthday, Aries. And we will see you guys next month. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.